Welcome to Mornings with Martin, and today I suppose we're, I guess, kind of continuing to talk about Acts chapter 3, or perhaps it's just a reflection upon that. Uh, last week we talked about Acts 3 and the, the man who was born lame and was begging at the gate called Beautiful, and, and how uh, Peter and John were able to miraculously heal that man and, and gave put strength into his foot and his ankle and uh, and then they used the opportunity of the miracle to proclaim the full gospel of Jesus, that it is not their power that did this thing, but rather the power of God through faith in Jesus Christ that it healed that man and uh, heals all of us from our greater illness, not of uh, being lame or of being broken, but rather being spiritually dead in transgression. And so it's this faith in Jesus Christ that forgives our sins and heals our deepest spiritual wounds and promises us, promises us eternal life. So we talked about that last week. And uh, this week I, I come back at it with a, a better appreciation, I suppose. Uh, last week I broke my ankle. And, and so uh, here I uh, sit now and <laughs> uh, very dependent uh, upon my family and upon my co-workers and upon my church congregation. Uh, a better appreciation for this man, although admittedly I have no concept of what it would be like to be born and to live uh, long term with this kind of ailment. All I know is that it hurts and it's no fun. <clears throat> so I thought we would talk a little bit about that process of being broken. I shared some of this, I think, uh, last Sunday, no, two Sundays ago now, uh, about how it happened and, and some of my reflections upon it. So let's, let's talk. So first, the, the, the event itself was very uneventful. You know, there's no grand narrative behind the story. It's just a dumb mistake. So uh, I took my boy to a trampoline park for a friend's birthday. And uh, I, I had no intention of jumping. I wasn't jumping. I was simply following my boy around as he was uh, having just a fantastic time. So in my attempt to follow him, I stepped down from a platform onto what I thought was solid ground, but it wasn't. It was instead the edge of a trampoline, the springs, and um, fell onto that and uh, snapped my ankle. So <clears throat> that's the whole story uh, of how it happened. Not riveting. But <clears throat> there's some, there's, there, there are some things we can learn from it. First, uh, we can reflect a little bit upon the importance of solid ground and firm foundations. And there's their whole songs talked about how uh, that talk about the firm foundation that is Jesus Christ. And when we base our lives off of that firm foundation, things go relatively well for us. But when we step off of it, when we step onto shifting sand or trampoline springs, uh, we end up in a lot of pain and a lot of self-inflicted pain. And so here I find myself uh, <laughs> having stepped off of the firm foundation. And it makes me wonder and think about how we do that in our world today, how we step away from the truth and the firm foundation of God's word and onto the shifting sands of cultural norm. And we see that so often in our world where, where whole Christian bodies are uh, walking away from the inerrancy of God's word and instead uh, trying to squeeze it and fit it and form it into their own understanding 
uh, of the way the world should work. And what ends up happening each time is is it it hurts. It hurts that Christian body. It uh, it ends up in a far worse way than it was. And so, uh, the the recommendation then, as individual Christians, uh, as a Christian body, that we would continue to base our faith on the inerrant word of God and to uh, look to Christ and to Christ alone for the authoritative source of truth in our, in our lives. The second thing I, I reflected on, and I think I shared this a few weeks back when I, right after it happened, uh, was uh, that it goes back to the story. Because oftentimes, and you know, people have talk, told me like, well, you need to come up with a better story than the trampoline park. <clears throat> and and the question was why why we need to come up with better stories and uh, there are three reasons why uh, the three ways that we want to handle dumb mistakes like this right we want to either say it's not not really my fault uh, I was doing everything right and uh, I, this was not my fault just kind of happened it happened to me uh, it wasn't wasn't me doing the thing uh, other times. Uh, we want it to be worth it. We want it to be, uh, that's why we come up with a better story, right? Like, well, it's, it's, I got a really cool story out of it. Or you should look at the other guy or, or something like that. And then the third uh, way we, we try to kind of cope with our own mistakes is to make it not that big of a deal. Oh, yeah, I, I, I tripped, I fell, and I broke my ankle, and no big deal. And, and really none of that's true. Because, uh, one, I... And it is absolutely my fault. I did something dumb. The second is it is not worth it. I can tell you confidently that it was not worth it. And third, it is a big deal in terms of it has affected so many people around me. It affects my daily life. It affects the life of my family members and my coworkers, my church congregation, as I said before. And I think we do the same thing with sin. Right? When we sin... That's the same thing. We want it to not be our fault. We want it to be worth it and to have provided some satisfaction, or we want it to not be a big deal. And again, it's all lies. Because sin is our fault, and it is not worth it. It brings devastating uh, destruction to our, to our lives, to our souls. And it does affect other people. It is a big deal. In fact, Scripture says that the consequences of this sin is not just that uh, it affects the, the lives of, of you and your loved ones and those around you, but the consequence and the wage of our sin is death. And so what do we do with this sin that is our fault, that is not worth it, that is a big deal? Well, we go to our Savior Jesus. We go to him and we confess that sin. And we say, Lord, I am guilty. I stand slash hobble slash wheel and... I am guilty of being dumb, of being prideful, of being sinful, of all of the different things that, that we do in our sinful lives. So we, we confess our sin, and we trust in that firm foundation that is God's word of grace, his promise, that he forgives our sin, that he brings healing. Not just physical healing, but he brings that spiritual healing of grace and life everlasting in his kingdom. And so, uh, this week, as we survey our lives, whether it's something that uh, you find yourself in a 
uh, awful situation like this, or if you find yourself in what other circumstance you find yourself in, that we would recognize our sin, and more importantly, we would recognize our Savior and his grace and his love and his mercy. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, uh, we confess to you our pridefulness and our selfishness and our sin. And we ask, Lord, that you would heal us, uh, that you would heal our hearts, that you would bring about uh, the new life that is found in your Holy Spirit. And Lord, uh, keep us steady and firm on the foundation of your word, that we would look to your son Jesus uh, as the way and the truth and the life. We love you, Lord, and we know that you love us more, that you have mercy on us everlastingly. Pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you next time.